search goes on in San Francisco for the man known as the Zodiac Killer. In New York, the search continues for the 44 caliber killer. See if you can explain to me why I would want to be a Scientologist. Betches Media presents... Tell me we have a lead. Stone Cold, no. It was literally like the Hunger Games. Not another true crime podcast. What can I say? Tough titties. It's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. Welcome back to Not Another True Crime Podcast, and happy Halloween, or belated Halloween. I'm Sarah Levine. And I'm Danny Murphy, and we're your partners in crime, wine, and time, because we're going to be in your ears for the next hour talking about some crazy shit. And Sarah, I just realized that your last name rhymes with Halloween. So does Yeah, I just that realized that too, to and holiday? I've been alive for 29 years. <laughs> <laughs> like, Also, my birthday is a week before Halloween. Oh, I know. Wait, so this really is your your, your full-on Scorpio in. Yeah. Um, I'm actually a Libra. I'm one day wow. removed from Scorpio, and it so is a point cusp. of pride. But I do feel like I am very much a Libra because I'm indecisive and try That's to fair. be uh, diplomatic. I feel like if you're on the cusp during Halloween, you should be called a Reese's peanut butter cusp. And that's just Ooh, me making that's someone cute. who does astrology merch. So you're all welcome. I, that's I, cute. I really I like that. <laughs> I think that's adorable. Yes. What's a, I, I don't want to, I want to ask you your Zodiac sign, but then we're going to, people are going to be like, why did you spend 10 minutes talking about Zodiac signs? We're like, oh, you wanted to hear about the Zodiac killer. Not that I'm a Taurus. Got right. it. Ooh, Got sorry. It. We misunderstood. <laughs> I'll read the DM sober next time. Yeah. Um, yes. But first in, before we get into today's topic, which is uh spooky season themed for sure. Spooky season themed. Yes. Um, let's play some headline hunters, Danny. Okay. So the first headline that I saw that made me stop in my tracks was uh, that a rare blue moon will bring a Halloween 2020 treat to the skies. And I was so really nervous mean? about this. Well, because when I saw this, I was like, oh, the world is ending. And I was kind of like, that only Excellent. makes sense. And it's kind of uh, prophetic, I guess you could say, because the last time that this happened was World War II. <laughs> so it really <laughs> oh is my God. on the nose. I'm it's just going to yeet myself off a bridge. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to go up. To, I'm going to look at that blue moon and be like, take me away. I'm going to sing all of Pocket Full of Sunshine. Just take me away. Legit. And hope that I start a new life on the moon. I love that movie away. Uh, the Netflix show away. So here's hoping. Okay. But you know what also hasn't another weird like celestial event? Um, Ooh. Mercury is in retrograde. I'm sorry, guys. I'm really not an astrology bitch, but like <laughs> I low-key am sort of like recently. But uh, I think I I just need something to believe in. Um, <laughs> but Mercury is in retrograde until November 3rd, which is Election Day. The last time that happened was the Bush Gore election. So. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. That's what I'm saying. Okay. The, the stars are just like, no, we're not going to cut you a single fucking break. So. Yeah, unlike what Paris thought the stars are blind. And while that song is a bop, they can see everything <laughs> and they're messing with us because they have nothing the else. The stars to are just like, fuck you. I uh, believe it. Um, uh, the other headline that we wanted to talk about, I mean, it was it's kind of a nothing burger headline, but nothing. Um, four years ago today, Sherry Papini went missing, right? Yeah, she went missing right before Halloween and came back right before Thanksgiving. Yeah. She just didn't want to be with the family, <laughs> you know? I mean... I get that. And we did a whole episode on that mysterious disappearance. Um, no real answers. We couldn't no solve answers. this one. No, I do I, love I, when people message us and they're like, we'd love you guys to investigate this. I'm like, we're not good at 
we don't solve anything. Like, I would, this could, is not cereal. <laughs> could you imagine me and you renting a car and going to a scene and looking at dirt <laughs> being like, huh, something happened here. I would just be, it's like, it'd be like me, like trying to do drunk directions when I'm like trying to find <laughs> which way a bar is. I'm like, this way? And then I would just get nowhere. <laughs> I, I find yeah. nothing criminally and cocktaily. That's like your tweet when you would just be looking at the crime scene, like sips iced coffee. Interesting. <laughs> I'm like, guys, wait, this is actually crazy. Oh my God. And I would like, also be like, here? yeah, I would also be like the worst investigative reporter because I would ask someone a question and they, I'd be like, Hey, um, do you want to talk to me about the murder of whoever? Um, it's, it's totally fine if you don't, um, no pressure at all, but like, <laughs> I'm so sorry to waste your time or yeah. if you're like cute too. You're like, okay, wait, let's like do this over. Like drinks and then I'm like okay we found nothing but I found love which would be my lifetime crime solving show I mean oh I do God, love like that date- for you yes <gasps> detective dating detective you have dating. two people on a first date trying to solve a case that's actually really a fun idea this would be a fun show I'd watch it okay so we know Nancy Grace now we got to pitch some shit to oxygen oh yeah that's besides the point <laughs> I love that. Well, today's crime, um, we actually did talk about it in a previous Headline Hunters. And I was like, okay, we have to do this one. It's very on theme. It's spooky. It's uh, disturbing. Um, All the things you guys seem to like because we're all twisted people. (laughs) It is the murder of Judith Barcy, who was uh, someone in, I think, the Facebook group let us know that she was also the voice of Ducky in Land Before Time. Oh my God. That makes me so sad because that movie was like my movie growing up. Like I would watch I all the time and I love Ducky. I know. We were all like, eh, Jaws 4 or whatever, but Land Before Time. <laughs> I know. No, that's my shit. I'm like, I sound like Ducky. I'm like, maybe I am Judith. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I, I mean, I sure hope not, but like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I mean, this case is actually just really sad, but um. It's we are going to talk- re- Yeah, it was reignited from uh, another sad uh, murder mystery of Quibi. <laughs> <laughs> that Quibi, Quibi was murdered this Quibi. year. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so it was reignited from Quibi, and we'll get into that too. Yeah. So Judith was born on June 6th, 1978, to parents Joseph and Maria, who were both Hungarian immigrants. She starred in Jaws for the Revenge. She voiced Ducky, as we mentioned in Land Before Time. Um, she also appeared in St. Elsewhere, Growing Pains, Ooh. I think Cheers as well, like a bunch of TV Credits. shows. Yeah. I know this girl was like eight years old and her star was on the fucking rise. Yeah. Crazy. Um, an interesting thing was that she played a girl who was killed by her father and the character of the father was a Green Beret in the TV movie Fatal Vision um, in 1970, which is just kind of a sadly fitting for what that happened yeah. um and then a little bit about like her like early life um she looked a lot younger than her age which is part of the reason she was so successful because she could play younger kids um and she was also really short okay. her yeah her estimated income was about 100k a year and this is back in like late 70s so Holy shit. it's got to be a lot that and yeah. And I think she she was just a typical, like, happy-go-lucky kid. Um, but her acting schedule took her out of school, which made her miss her friends. But, you know, oh. typical, happy child, very talented, very cute. 
and seemed like she was going to become the level of like a household name type of situation. Like, cause like she was getting her acting chops in kind of getting everywhere being known. I feel like that would have happened for sure. Yeah. I mean, you don't just go on cheers for nothing. Come on. No, well, she could have been she could like Christy Alley. She could have been calling out Christy Alley right now. Oh my God. Oh, I would yeah. pay. That would have been, someone needs to call her out. Like why, why so, has no one done that? Uh, Kirsten Johnson did. Cause they always get mixed up for each other. So she really dragged it to filth, which I did love. Wait, is it bad that I don't know who that is? You, if you Google her face after this and you'll be like, oh my God, I actually love her and everything she's in. There we go. Yeah. I love those yeah. people. <laughs> I think she was in um, Third Rock from the Sun, which I love. Oh, nice. Okay. So, um, Judith died when her, her father shot her and her mother in a murder-suicide in 1988. So she was 10. Um Basically, he shot and killed his wife um, before pouring gasoline on their bodies and then set them on fire, which is truly terrible. Um, Judith was found in her bed and her mother in the hallway. And then Joseph went to the garage and shot himself. And the fire destroyed the interior of the house. So in terms of like why this happened, it's actually a pretty like textbook domestic violence abuse gone extreme yeah um like there's there's really no mystery there um maria who was um judith's mother had told her neighbor eunice that joseph became abusive and threatening when he drank she was considering divorce and she even had an apartment that she used for like to escape during the day and she was thinking of moving there um and as a side note uh, as a side note leave when when a victim decides to leave an abuser it is literally the most dangerous time for them so again this is all pretty like very very tragic do you Um, mean and with that do you mean it's like the most dangerous time because it's when it's getting the most real or when they leave that's when you the like the abusers will most likely act up the most like the most yeah the second one because and i pulled this from just the nash the national center for uh domestic violence um but basically it's just like they have nothing to lose. So the danger of uh, violence turning fatal is like the highest when you leave or are trying to leave. Um, and then, I mean, there were also just like some marital problems. Maria had told the neighbor Eunice that she worked too hard on Judith's career to lose her family. So there was some reluctance to leave. Um, I do feel like that happened. I mean, not to this degree, but whenever you have a lot of child stars kind of popping off, their family gets so like, you, you look at the low hands. I mean, they have never done something like this, but the parents are so messed up because you have this kid raking in money and then they are like, oh, I want the attention from that, but I want the money from that. And then I'm also like, who am I? Why is my kid richer than me? I feel like so many emotions yeah. come up with it. The low hands. I mean, even Bernie Spears. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I, it's so weird. It's so weird. I don't. I don't like the idea of like child stars. I feel like it's just, it fucks everyone up. Like the kids fucked up. Besides Hillary Duff. Besides Hillary Duff. Truly. And JoJo. Yes. And JoJo. I mean, legends. Legends. Listen to her new Christmas album, guys. It's so good. Yes. Um, Okay. And also a a few days before the murder, um, the murders, Maria had told this neighbor that she can't leave town because she... Uh, she said he'll come after us and kill us and he's threatened to burn the house down 
And Maria had also planned to cash Judith's uh, $12,000 federal tax refund check that day before Joseph could get it. All right. So they obviously this was kind of like a so they were being well known about how Joseph was kind of abusive and a tyrant and treating them poorly. But also on the flip side, Joseph was very open about the fact that he was planning to kill his family. He like told people that this was something he wanted to do which A, is a weird red flag because it's like no one- Like, what the fuck? No one intervened. No one was like, hi, actually don't do that. Or like, hey, we're going to arrest you now. Well, they sort of tried, but it was sort of, this gave me like Gabriel Fernandez vibes, sort of, in which the Mm -hmm. system just completely failed this family. Fucks it all over, yes. So, because when Judith uh, left to go to the Bahamas to film Jaws, Joseph pulled out a knife and said- if you decide not to come back, I will cut your throat. Which also Which doesn't even make sense. Doesn't no, because it's like if she doesn't come back, you're not gonna. You can't go to the Bahamas, dude. Uh, Who's buying exactly? Your mm. If she doesn't come back, you're not gonna be near her, and that's that would have been for the best. But also, yeah, this girl's like ten age, years old. She doesn't have autonomy. She's old. not Natalia, the Ukrainian orphan. <laughs> yeah, she's not actually thirty. No, she doesn't know what this is. And then this—it's her dad. So she's like, "Okay, I'll listen to you." What's she, happening? Yeah, like, what's she gonna do? Just not come back? Like, this is a ten-year-old. Can't be. Te- I know. She. Get, they didn't have lunchables back then. Ten-year-olds didn't have the meals they could just eat on their own. That's oh my god. I mean, like, if I was ten on my own in like the early two thousands, I'm like, cool. I got a pop tart. I'm good for a week. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm not Matilda. I couldn't offend it for myself. I don't think. I know. Oh, I want that cake though. Um, <laughs> but then, so after this, Judith's agent said that Judith seemed super distressed when she got back. She was even like plucking out her eyelashes and her cat's whiskers, which is just such a telltale sign of like stress. Yeah. And like a habit that people get into when they're very stressed or under some intense pressure like this is. He also apparently told his friend, quote unquote, 500 times, which is not one. What the fuck? Not two. 500 times that he was going to kill his wife. Now, this is annoying because not once. I mean, I'm sure the 500 is like an exaggeration, but not once did this friend decide to do anything. Right. Or also, I'm like, I never understand when things like this is like, get a divorce. Like, I don't know why people... It's so intense. I mean, and this I, I guy was weird. clearly so fucked up and like evil and like out of evil. his mind. And I'm sure he didn't want to leave like the not even the limelight, but like being in the tangential. I mean, that 100K a year, man. Hey, let's do it. Uh, so he was. So this was going on then because 500. It wasn't like 500 in one night. This was going on for five years. These plans, these ideas. So that also was like these threats. Judith's life too, which is heartbreaking. So yeah. she was just in like she was born into a tense household, started working, started making the family money and then was just being berated with threats her entire life. Uh, what's even sadder is that Maria had gone to the L.A. County Department of Children's Services for help in May 1988. But the case was closed one month later, which kind of is to Sarah's point that what the fuck? What is the grounds for this case being dismissed? Like, right. It's uh so a watchdog group was asked to review the case, which was the first time in its four-year history that was done, uh, which still... Because I feel like that's sort of a silver line. Eh, not really. But that just speaks to like how overlooked this was, that they had to get another group to look over what the fuck happened. Exactly. that they And that this is like a rare occurrence type of thing for cases too. I feel like cases should always get multiple glances because... 
there's just inherent sub like subjective views on a case that someone would right. have when they're reading something they're like oh well this is that and then you know what I mean like so I feel like you need multiple people to kind of check out things which I mean still doesn't fucking happen uh but then cut to in December 1986 Maria filed a police report so this is a few months after her going for help against Joseph accusing him of choking her hitting her in the face and threatening to kill her to which the police said that they found no visible injuries and eventually she declined to press charges <clears throat> because if the police are going in and immediately doubting you what's what what are the charges going to do what like I mean yeah I mean I don't know if it was like a few days later and there weren't any visible injuries anymore yeah. um there is also like you know of course like domestic violence victims are going to be afraid to press charges so yeah. like all that and is also, completely understandable yeah oh no i mean exactly because and also because like she realized that like it was her experience to realizing that the system wasn't for her in this instance, right where she's like okay because also i mean like it still is hard but even back th- then too it was like oh no that's your husband you know what i mean people are still kind of in that main mindset Right. I mean, also, yeah, yeah, because a lot of this was like emotional verbal abuse, which like a a few articles said that they just like didn't know what the fuck to do about that back then. That's not what the article said. I'm paraphrasing, but like (laughs) I think that was a direct quote. Yeah, right. Yeah. Direct quote from the Times. We don't know what the fuck to do, but it was a lot harder to intervene and stop. That is kind of how because like the Times now, because whenever I run out with an article, I try to finish it on my own of like when I hit the point where it's like, you have to hit the paywall. I'm like, I'm not paying you shit. I'm like, I'll connect some dots. So maybe it did say that in all, for all I know. Maybe, who knows? I know. <laughs> so then this, this case kind of just came into our collective consciousness. And by that, I mean the two of us. <laughs> all of us are Basically. big, yeah, big talking about this this year. Because we found um, a headline that the house was on a Quibi show called Murder House Flip. Murder and house frankly- Flip. I think Quibi is the perfect place for this because I would not want to watch like a 45 minute HGTV thing about this because that would just be so long and drawn out and annoying. Like 10 minutes is actually probably perfect. That's actually so true. 10 minutes might even be too long. I feel like on HGTV, they'd have a neighbor being like, well, they always had magnolias in the front. And you're like, okay, what the fuck am I? Why did I spend 10 minutes with this neighbor talking to me? Like, just show me the, show right? me the house. Like, show, I just really the want the tile. before and after. And also, like, I don't need shots of, like, the homeowners in a hard hat pretending to chop down a wall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or, like, remove I, I a cabinet. I deciding. And especially because I feel like that would get a little bit cringe for a show themed about a murder house. Because, like, oh, my God, what throw pillow should we get? And it's like, huh? Super cringe. Yeah. So yeah. 10 minutes. Perfect. Maybe the only good thing to come out of Quibi. I, yeah, probably. Um, so basically this, these people moved into this house and claimed it was haunted. So Gabby Bernal, who was one of the homeowners, um, said when we first moved in, we didn't know anything about the house, which I thought was definitely weird because I looked it up. Um, it kind of depends on I couldn't really find like super concrete things on the statute. Um, but if you live um, like in terms of OK, in terms of like realtor disclosure. So if you live in California, um, any death on the property has to be disclosed, but only if it occurred within the last three years. Uh, mm. The seller also has to disclose any known deaths 
in the home if the buyer asks. But then again, like, who the hell is asking? Did someone die in the house? Who died here? Yeah, no, exactly. But yeah. I do think I'm like, oh, maybe because I, oh, I was going to say, because I Googled the address, stuff like that. And then I saw, but probably these were just sparked up because of the Quibi show. So maybe they weren't making as much headlines. Yeah. But the other thing is, I also I found on Realtor.com that says um, like violent deaths are a different story and sellers in most states are required to disclose an event like a murder on the property. And I I mean, they didn't state which states, but I would be surprised if California was not one of them. So part of me is like, did you really not know? And also, wouldn't you think because he burned down the house, which ripped up all the interior and ruined that. So they would have to, I feel like, have that on a document of like, not it maybe not how but extreme interior repairs had to happen <laughs> at this random yeah, I don't time know. yeah i mean i don't know anything about buying a house but i'm just like how could you seriously oh. not know and then if i didn't know i moved into a murder house and then found out later like i would be suing the shit out of that real estate agent oh hell yes oh but i was saying too because i also feel like you can get senses from houses the second you see them and you can get a vibe of something spooky because in Blind Manor, which I binge, which no one should watch because it's not good. It's not good. Like, I heard it was good. From who? Actually, well, good. I don't know. Maybe just the Netflix trailer. <laughs> the Netflix Netflix is probably saying it's good. Well, it's not scary. It's very much, it's kind of like if like if Carol was Halloween themed, like Carol the lesbian movie, which like I love. Oh, a, I was I like Carol Baskin. She did come no. out recently. <laughs> She did. Yeah, she did come in as bi. So maybe she would like Bly Manor. There's like a lot, there's like a lot of cute, like there's like a lot of like makeout scenes happening, but no like scariness. So I'm like, I'm just feeling single and not spooked out. So, (laughs) (laughs) which is just me normally. Actually, normally I'm single and spooked out. So, yeah. (laughs) Maybe you love it. Maybe it's like your homeostasis. Yeah. Okay. That's annoying. But apparently this family moved into the house and they soon began to feel a dark presence around them. Then they discovered the murders that happened. Um, take that what as you know oh, i i know i'm also kind of laughing because i'm like what is the relationship that you two have the people that moved in together because like we felt a re- weird presence when we moved in together i was like maybe sure the house could be haunted but maybe the relationship is too. yeah like so apparently seen a therapist not i mean a i don't know producer. they said they said the garage door would like open and close by itself and you could feel cold spots in the house like all your traditional like ghost stuff hauntings hauntings exactly also gabby originally slept in the same room as judith and she would have these terrible nightmares i know that's and like in the same position of the bed and everything like that and that was what i saw they were talking about one of the things they really wanted to fix in the bedroom in the bedroom particularly where she was shot was that the wall that the bed would face and they didn't want to replace it with another wall or anything they wanted to make it french doors which is cute because it's like goes right to the backyard but they wanted to be like these sliding like bright doors. And I wanted to know why. And my theory that's not proven by anything, but I kind of think it's right. I love those. do this because if, if it's haunted that I feel like Judith would always go back to her bedroom, A, because that's her bedroom. And also that's the last place she was alive. So she would stare laying in her bed, being so mad, thinking about all the memories from the wall, replaying everything. So then if they rip out that wall and then she goes, so the next time she went to her bedroom and was going to be mad again and everything like that, she just sees these sliding French doors and it's like, oh my God, that's my backyard. Huh. Oh, like that's my outside. And like goes outside and like plays. Interesting. I, I do like that theory. So where do you fall on ghosts? Do you believe in ghosts? Fully, madly, deeply, yes. Oh yeah? Okay. Yeah. And I don't fuck with them. I don't, I don't like to research them. I don't like to 
do a ghost. I don't, I don't, I'm just like, Hey, Sorry. you do your thing. No, exactly. I was literally like, Danny, can you cover the ghost part of this episode? <laughs> oh my God. No, yeah. my bad. Oh no, this is, oh no, this is fine to like research like this, but like, I'm not going to like go to the house. Oh, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to do a, like a Ouija board. Oh, I really squeegee. I so I'm not going to Ouija. Like I'm not going <laughs> to with any of that. I don't want to piss them off, like ruining their space. I, I want them that. to be chilling. Exactly. Is there something that made you believe in ghosts or just a general Ooh. feeling? I feel always a general feeling, but whenever, whenever I would see, like, I would have people go to mediums and they would get like read so well. And I Ooh. saw one time at my old job, we had this medium. He had a show on, was it oxygen? It was like, he was like a driving medium. And I was kind of like, <laughs> I was like diners, drive-ins and mediums. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, that's and every divine, Uber driver like... I've been in. I'm like drunk in the back. I'm like, how'd you know? But they, <laughs> he gave a reading on Facebook Live because when Facebook Live was like a big thing to oh, my yeah. boss and like my boss got read and then he just would randomly get senses from other people in the room. Everyone was crying. It was all these specific things. And I was like, oh shit, like the spirit oh, my world God. Is, 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 is up and alive and well and everything like that. And I feel like you do get senses when you walk in a place. I'm like, oh, there's something up here. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I don't believe in ghosts, but I would kind of like to, Ooh. like, I like the idea that after I die, I could fucking haunt the people who've annoyed me. I mean, right. That's kind of a nice feeling. I would, I would want just, to be a ghost. I don't give a fuck. I would just be waiting online at TJ Maxx playing with all the things in the aisle. So if I, guys, <laughs> if you ever want to see me in the afterlife, just go to any TJ Maxx near you. I'll pop right. Over. If you're ever in the line at TJ Maxx and something weird drops out of the aisle, <laughs> then you know, it's Danny's presence. Buy it because I think if it's like a nail polish, it'll look good on you. I'm just oh my god, you I'm oh, gonna be, be cast the for the ghost. helpful sheet. Oh my god, I'd be the best. Yeah, people would be so lucky to have me haunt them. Are you kidding? Oh my god, they would. You'd be like refilling people's wine glasses. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. best ghost. I'd be ever. unplugging a phone after they like send a text. I'm like, don't read it. Yeah, <laughs> you would delete people's tags. Oh, I love this. Okay, oh, I should. Okay, okay, new plan for the afterlife. All right, oh, I'm excited. <laughs> I love this. Wait, so what's this part about this amethyst crystal? Okay, well, this is where this show Because <laughs> let me tell you, I did not watch this show. I don't know who these people are. I never downloaded a Quibi. And this is when the show got so LA or so California. Uh, uh, when they, the way they tried to heal the haunting was they put an amethyst crystal in there because those promote calmness and healing. And I'm like, okay. I don't think these ghosts who were brutally murdered need to have a crystal like soon they're gonna like put like spirulina or whatever in like a smoothie and like leave it at the bath like the bedroom be like she'll have this and feel healed like i'm just not, it's not like a jade egg it really yeah like all right are we diffusing lavender oil like <laughs> yeah, exactly like that's like what i think a they jade. kind of pivoted to they're just like just honestly like journal and like give them a dream journal and like maybe like set them up with like a peloton and like the <laughs> just like be so fit and happy there and we love go their body and it's done there we go F that. But I mean, Gabby said that after the house was redone, though, the bad energy left, which I don't totally, I'm like, maybe, maybe it did heal. Okay. Here's my, I mean, <laughs> I think that these people just obviously went on a show to get a free home renovation. Like, I don't think that any of this story is true. Well, because and yeah. again, yeah. like you would just have, I, I really just feel like it would be some insane misconduct or whatever they call that in the realtor world. I have to ask my mom or Chriselle. <laughs> Um, but I'm just like, you can't not disclose that you had a brutal murder occur in your house. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I feel like that just goes against like 
not like as l woods would say like the law the rules of feminism that goes against the rules of real estate like, you gotta say like hey by the way a bitch died i remember one time i was looking at an apartment just because i was like after brunch and i had like a few wines and <laughs> like, let's just like look to buy an apartment not to like actually yeah buy. totally but then we went into like an open house and i was like oh my god i was like wait actually why is this place so cheap it's like insane and then the realtor was like oh well um a woman was killed here and i was like oh they were oh nice. shit! I got never sobered up faster, and I was like, "Okay, thank you so much." And the second she said it too, I like felt everything. Like sh- I looked at everything differently. I was like, "Oh, the response Ooh, really? was like staring at me." It was weird, so I ran. Out. I kind of want to do a ghost realty show with you. That would be fun because I'm pretty skeptical. You know- I don't know that I believe in oh, ghosts, but I'm open to it. Wait, I would love. Wait, oh my god, like air, like yeah, like paranormal B and B or something like that. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, I like that. It. Or like truly a crime. <gasps> ah, okay. Okay. We come up with too many good shows I on this podcast and yeah, yeah, no deals. Like what's happening? No deals. Here? <laughs> so rude. So rude. Um, I'm sure also we're gonna get a million realtors. If you are a realtor in California, let us know what the deal is about disclosing murders in a house. Yeah. And if you're a realtor in New York, like I would love to like send me fun listings just to look at because I just love to look <laughs> at Street Easy. <laughs> I love when I like go on a run in my neighborhood and I'll see a for sale sign and I'll take a picture of it. I'm like, oh, let's look up how much could it be? And it's like $2.7 million. I'm like, oh, great. Like, really? I'm like, how did how did we get to here now? But maybe in May when my lease is up, everything will go down. That's what I'm hoping for. Ooh. But also this is my this is my question now, because you don't believe that uh, you don't you're skeptical that Judith is haunting the house. But now that this house is redone, and now that we know Quibi is canceled, do you think that the ghost of Quibi will be haunting this couple? Well, I think yes, but in a more literal way, because I think that they're just going to have to forever live with the fact that that is (laughs) embarrassing. And they, I mean, listen, they got a home reno out of it. I assume they didn't have to pay for it. Because like, why else would you go on those shows? I don't know. Um I wonder if people go to their house now to like drive by it, like Streisand effects and everyone's going to go look at this, but I don't think that many people watched Quibi. So that's the thing. But on the other hand, I'm like, you don't go on a show if you don't want attention, but also like, that's true. What the fuck is Quibi? Like nobody, I don't know a single person who's watching it except for maybe um, Dylan, my assistant editor, because he wrote articles about it. Uh, Okay. Well, there you go. Okay. So like, but he had to for his job. (laughs) Like, yeah. I'm I'm, who's watching Quibi for fun, to be honest. No, exactly. I mean, I've heard there were some cute shows on it. I'm sure. Oh yeah. Like Chrissy Teigen court. Yeah. And I heard the money was good when it was good. So like good for the people who got some uh, Quibi cash. Yeah. I do. I'm worried too, that their sex life will only last five minutes now too. Oh my God. (laughs) We'll give them 10. We'll give them 10. Okay. As long as a Quibi. As long as a Quibi. Oh my gosh. Well, we had another fun game to close out this episode. Not really a game, kind of. Not really, kind of a game. More of a, you guys are all rehashing your past with us, which I is my favorite type of game. Yes. So. Cause, <laughs> oh, because I was laughing because it's like, we were talked about a haunted house, but we were like, what is more terrifying than a haunted house? And that is a haunted hinge date. Oh yeah. Those hinge dates that are just full ghost on ghost on ghost. And they're usually not Casper friendly ones either. I know. I believe in this type of ghost because it's happened to me <laughs> countless times. Oh wait. Yes. What is your story? What is your ghosting okay. story? My ghosting story. Well, I, I have many, but this is the craziest <laughs> one. Um, oh my God. So I had gone out with this guy. It was like our second date. Um, and I slept over or whatever. And Hi. we, yeah. And we'd had like, he invited me. This was a, 
I think a Saturday morning. He'd invited me to something on Thursday and I was like, sure, I'll go. And then he's like, oh, but when am I going to see you again? And I'm like, Thursday. And he's like, no, but before <laughs> that. And I was like, well, I'm not really free like any other days of the week. But I was like, but I'm free tomorrow. And he goes, all right, great. Tomorrow it is. So, uh, OK, Orphan Annie. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, that's not like his exact words, but he was like, all right, cool. We'll do something tomorrow. And I'm like, all right, cool. So um, I had said like, oh, why don't we do this? Like, let's go to this place. And he's like, great. What time? And I'm like, oh, I don't know, around X time. And then he never responded <gasps> again. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And that was after he was the one begging. Exactly. Exactly. You're like, and I, I wanted I my like, Monday freight. What yeah. the? It was so insane. I was just like, why would you go through every? I mean, at least I didn't like show up at the place and get blatantly stood up. But oh. I was like, damn, this is so aggressive. Like, you could just not say the thing if you don't want to go. Yeah, just just fade out on Thursday. Why make me do, go through all these hoops to plan my schedule around this plan that you weren't going to do? So fucking weird. Oh, my God. That's my story. That's your story. And you're sticking to it. And these are some fun <laughs> stories from our Facebook group, not another true crime group. Join, laugh, cry with us in there. I'm not putting anyone's name because I didn't ask if they anyone wanted their names in it. Yeah, it's safer this way. <laughs> this way. Um, so this first one was, <laughs> I was, quote unquote, talking to this guy and brought him around our friend group. And he ghosted me, but would go to lunch and hang out with our best friend guy instead. So like he would go, like what? he ghosted the girl, but would hang out with all the guy friends that he met through her. That's and then fucked she said, up. Yeah. Then she said, I mean, I still slept with him because of who I am as a person. <laughs> and then he ghosted <laughs> me again. So boo. I know. No. And she was like, I was like, I want to get on a shirt because of who I am as a person. Oh, same. that's the realest shit in the world. <laughs> Honestly, this is relatable. I'm right there hey, with this person. Sometimes, and I mean, you can quote me on this sometime, oral over morals. You know what I mean? You just gotta. <laughs> you gotta put that on a shirt. Yeah. If you haven't voted yet, you can write me in. I'm completely kidding. Please don't. But that should be, that should <laughs> Holy be. Holy shit. That is so fucking good. Okay. Here's another one we got. Okay. Not a ghosting story. Exactly. I went on a blind date with a guy my friend set me up with and he brought another girl. He no. said he wanted to make sure he had someone to go home with if it didn't mm. work out. That oh my is, God. I, I don't even know how that is real. Like that is insane. The audacity also, of people. And I, I, I kind of was wondering when I first read this, do you think he was trying to have a threesome? Yeah, but that's not the but way you do be it. Be upfront. No, not don't do that. Because if you want to have a threesome, like put that on the table. Don't bring, don't bring Jen in the Uber with you to be like, hey, I know this is just my girl. Like, and the fact that she like sat I can't with her, I would have. I, you know what I would have done if I was them? What I would have had the dinner, had a few drinks, go to the bathroom and leave. That's when oh, you, that's when you dine and ditch on them to pay. Never 100%. dine and ditch to have the restaurant pick up the bill. But if you're with a shitty person who brings someone else, they can split it because it was that supposed is... to be a meal for two. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I mean, the thing is, if I ended up on like a surprise two on one date, I would obviously stay for the story to be oh, like, of course. Yeah. what's happening here? Um, but yeah, dine and ditch on those people would definitely be the move. Oh, yeah. OK, so this next one is years ago, I wanted to get out of a date. Oh, because I like this one because it's very on theme, too. Yes. Years ago, I wanted to get out of a date. So I pretended to see a ghost and declare I was going to visit a palm reader when what? he told me he doesn't believe in spirits after I asked him what he was doing for Halloween. 
wish I could have gotten a photo of his facial expression. So I like that what? he went. <laughs> I know I didn't like I like, and I'm like I guess maybe maybe ghost believing in ghosts is a real thing for this girl or she's like I know that it would like deter a bitch. Wait, so I'm just kind of confused, like why that was the only excuse that she could use to get out of the date. <laughs> but I will say, <laughs> like, are you like, dating the ghost, girl? And if so, if you're Whoopi Goldberging it in the movie Ghost, which is so good, all power to you. <laughs> but I will say there are times whenever you hear someone do an excuse, you're like, oh. What the, what the fuck excuse is that? But then when you're in the shoes to come up with an excuse, and if you're on the spot, the times that I'm like, oh, sorry, I'm training for the 2024 Olympics. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'm pulling shit out of everything. Oh my I'm God. diving for excuses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Okay, our last one is kind of a long one, but- It's a doozy, but the turns it takes. Oh yeah, it's worth it. All right. I met this Air Force guy in late September 2008. It moved really fast, and he was sleeping at mine most nights within a few weeks, which, sidebar, I do feel is normal for military types. Anyways. That is true, yeah. She goes on to say, I couldn't stay at his because he lived at the dorms on the base. He also didn't have a car, so I would pick him up and drive him back to base at, like, 6 a.m. Honestly, I've done that shit, so whatever, no shame. Yeah, you drive for dick sometimes. It happens. You do. You become a fucking Uber driver. (laughs) an unpaid uber driver you get off and drop him off yeah (laughs) after a month or so he's talking marriage and having kids and shit i was 21 see i told you then (laughs) after maybe a month he calls and says he's being sent to turkey for eight months i'm like well fuck and he asks me to wait for him and i'm like i mean i guess we can try So we go to a Halloween party at his friend's house, meet all his friends. Everything's going great. They want to go to a bar after, but I wasn't feeling great. So I dropped him at the bar and never heard from him again. (sighs) Whoa. I must have called him 500 times, left hundreds of messages, tried to find his friends on MySpace, LOL, and ask him. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And ask him what the fuck or ask them what the fuck happened. I even called hospitals because I thought he had died. Oh, no. That's so sad. Like three months later, I get a message from him explaining how sorry he was. He was actually engaged the whole time, lived with his fiance, and he was and she was seven fucking months pregnant. Oh, my God. No. He was actually being sent to Turkey, but decided he didn't want to cheat anymore and wanted to make a family. So in action. So instead of actually fucking telling me that he just ghosted and made me question my sanity. Asshole. Holy shit. I have to agree. What an asshole. Holy shit. What an asshole. To the, and like, do you to think- To the max. Like, to the max. And also the turns this all took. And also the, the girl did say that he did give her oral herpes too. So that's just the icing on the fucking cake. She put that out. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh my bad. God. Can I murder uh, him? I, uh, I shouldn't right? say that. And it, <laughs> <laughs> kidding, quibby. But do you think if you were in her shoes, would you have told, would you tell the wife or not? Ooh. I mean- Honestly, yeah, because I would want fucking revenge. That's I would I would I I, I was not because I'm a like, good person. Let me make that clear. <laughs> I want that in writing. I'm not a good yeah, person. No, I know. I think it would be something I'm like, I'm going to be the bigger person, but I would think about it all the all the all the all the all the time. And I would just be like, hey, bitch, guess what? And then boom. And not, like and also that's so weird that he just wanted to like start a family. Well, you could have been making a you made a family already. You were having right. a family when you were doing this cheating. Yeah, so what a fuck. Oh my god. I mean, this girl has a story for life, and I wouldn't I wouldn't blame her if she swore off men forever. 
Uh, yeah, I feel like I've sworn off men forever for much, much less. <laughs> 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 just just getting sort of left hanging one day. Yeah. Sometimes I do it if like my Postmates is delayed. I'm like fucking everyone. Right? Yeah. So I mean, I don't I, I don't even blame her this bitch for all. But yeah, oh these are gosh. some insane ghost stories. These, these are, are wild. Yeah. These are scarier than any horror movie you'll watch this weekend. <laughs> True. Well, they're at least scarier than The Haunting of Bly Manor, apparently. Oh, I mean, okay. oh my God. If you want to watch two women make out for 40 minutes at a flower shop, which I mean. It, okay, I, I kind of do. I mean, more power to them. I mean, it was, they're hot. So I was like, this is fun. But then I, I forgot halfway through that I wasn't like watching Degrassi, that I was watching like <laughs> supposed to be like a horror movie. And I was like, or show. And I was like, wait, what? And then I'm like, it's a cute flower shop. It made me kind of want to open one. But then, but it's the girl from You who looks like Hilary Duff, who also looks like Kat Dennings. So she's really good in it. Oh, nice. Yeah. And the kids, because there's two, like, not kids, but like toddlery age or whatever age. I don't know, children, but they're scary as shit because kids just scare me even when it's not Halloween. Um, That is real as fuck. Okay. We've come up with a lot of good merch, including kids scare me <laughs> even when it's not Halloween. I, That's I great for Betch's mom, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Um, I do. I feel like we should get some more ghosting stories in the group. Join not another I, true crime group. Just tell us your ghosting stories. We can all commiserate. Oh, we'll all commiserate. I'll, I'll post in the group after this week's episode about a date I went because we don't have the time now. A date I went on with someone who was a fan of Joe Rogan and told me that masks weren't real and that tomatoes would kill me. So like oh we have God. stories that we can. So recently. OK. Yes, it was a recent social. My one and only my one night only dream girls edition social distance. Date. It did not, <laughs> no, that no, sucks it that awful. it wasn't good. Oh, my no, God. Thank God. I had like brought my own wine where I just chugged it and called an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Well, guys, join the group. It's really fun. Follow us on Instagram. Not another. Wait, I forgot. NATC pod. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I was just overcome by a ghost just now. Uh, yeah, sure. Ooh. Let's go with that. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. Sarah Lameem. You can follow me at Cashmere Danny. Cashmere with a K. And please rate, review, subscribe wherever please. you are listening to I us. I know. I'm loving. People are adding in a third icon we can have with JoJo and Hillary Duff. There's some good ones. Yes. Keep them coming. We Avril. Get Avril is was one. Contender. Kiki Palmer was one. Yes. Oh, I like yeah, that. We got some fun ones in there. I'm into it. Yeah. That's fun. So yeah. Um, and thank you all so much for listening. And we'll see you next time. And don't get ghosted. <laughs> Betches.